I know what you're watching. It's Ask an Engineer. Life from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. Hey, everybody, <laughs> and welcome to another Ask an Engineer. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada. We're broadcasting live from the Ada Food Factory in downtown Manhattan, where we make all the technological wonderments that you use in your projects, whether it be soldering, shipping, testing, prepping, hacking, coding. It all happens here in this place behind us. But right now, we're going to have one hour of maker excitement all the news that's fit to video cast to multiple networks. Do you want to go over what's on tonight's show, Mr. Lady Ada? I do. On tonight's show, the code is Blink of Blue. 10% off the native store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. Tonight gets you 10% off everything that's in stock except for gift certificates and Adabox and Code Academy classes. It supports us, an open source hardware company, and uh, I just lost control of my mouse. Right, <laughs> it's back. Cool. Yeah, now it's back. It supports us, an open source hardware company here in New York City. That's right. When you use that code, this suit helps. So make sure when you check it out. We're not going to spend it on like Greenland or anything. We spend no. it on benefits and That's right. leave and days off and okay. snacks. Next up. Show and tell people around the world, showing and sharing their projects. Lady will be talking about that and more. We got some Make Code Minute with JP. Python on hardware news. Time travel, look around the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers. Got some jobs from the jobs board. Some 3D printing. Some main New York City factory footage. New products. We'll answer your question. We do that on Discord, adfruit.it slash Discord. And we have about 13,000 people there, so join us anytime, in addition to asking questions on the show. We got a lot, a lot of top secret this week. Trivia question, we'll give away something, all that and more on, you guessed it. Dun, da, da. Ask an engineer. Yes. So I looked out, so the mouse just stopped working when I was doing this, so I should, I should have another mouse plugged in just in case. Like, yeah. I usually like do. Like a wired mouse? This is, I usually do. Okay. Yeah, well, I've so. got a mouse over there. Yeah. Okay. It's in case this happens again. If you need again. one. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. look, eventually. That's how it goes. Um, well, you keep it charged up, but it's... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I think there was, like, cosmic rays coming in. Bam. So, okay. Let's uh, pay some bills. Blink Blue, that's the code. 10% off the Nade Ford store. 
till 11.59 p.m. tonight. We have a special free deal thing going on. What is so this? Lady Ada is going to talk about the free deal, but, but. This, this is a big deal. For the rest of this month and or while supplies last, every single order is getting a Blinka sticker. So we have a new site, circuitpython.org, and every order now has a Blinka sticker. So in addition to all the other things that you get when you add stuff to your cart, it's pretty much for sure that you're going to get a Blinka sticker. Yes. So uh, what does it get? For how much? Okay, so $1 or more, you get that Blinka sticker. We couldn't make it zero, and there's no number less than one that we could use, so just make sure you order a dollar worth of stuff. Get that cool vinyl sticker. $99 or more, you'll get a free Promoproto half-size breadboard. That's that kind of white rectangle. Same size and shape as a solderless breadboard. You can transfer your project over and solder in place to make it permanent. Uh, $1.99 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping in the continental United States. That's high quality, trackable, insured shipping. We think it's the best shipping for uh, U.S. Uh, uh, destinations. Um, and that's in, again, the continental United States. $2.99 or more, you'll get a free Circuit Playground Express all-in-one development board that comes with sensors and LEDs and buttons and switches. It can run Arduino, CircuitPython, Code.org, CS Discoveries, MakeCode. Uh, it can run like MicroList, TinyGo, Tiny Go, and a whole bunch of other languages like MakerBlocks and Rust. stuff. Rust. Yeah. Uh, it's a great little processor, Cortex-M0, and it's got all this stuff built in, so it's super easy to experiment and explore with making hardware. If you're shipping UPS Ground US, that'll get it there for sure. Trackable, postal, a little cheaper, but it will take longer and sometimes it disappears. And DHL, that's international and customs and taxes are prepaid and just sales right through usually. If you are in New York City, you can check out before 11 a.m. And if it's a zip code that's in Manhattan that we could get it to you, you will get it the same day delivery. All right, people around the world showing in, sharing their projects. Lady Ada, who is on the show and tell this week, and what did they share? I will tell you. Um, we had a bunch of Adafruit folks, as well as tons of visitors uh, with the new StreamYard. It's actually, we can get more people in and out, which means we're like more than 10 people every week. Melissa showed off her message board demo. She actually wrote up a guide, and it went live right after we put together the show. So check it out on learn.adafruit.com. There's a 3D printed place, 3D printed case for a 64 by 32 RGB display driven by a Metro M4 airlift. Um, the Stream Deck that she, application that she wrote uses her desktop button board, send messages to Adafruit.io, and then the display in another room um, can read those messages back so she can uh, tell people when she's busy. Um, Brian showed off a couple of things that he's working on. He got an eight key keyboard that's like KMK compatible with the NRF52840. And he's making a PCT low-cost temperature sensor board as well. So keep an eye out for that coming soon. JP showed a preview of some of the eyes uh, code he's doing for the Monster Mask, modeling, rendering, inside jokes for animators. It's all there. Uh, and also this week he had his mouse painter guide. If you got a Monster Mask, uh, do check out his live stream tomorrow where he'll be going through all the details you'll need to um, learn the techniques on how to add uh, various graphics and textures to your monster mask because this is the most customizable eyes yet. Known Pedro made uh, a sweet fully 3D printed helmet um, that mimics the uh, Spaceman helmet that was shot in space about a, like a year ago or so, yeah, two years we'll ago. we'll be showing this off shortly. I'll show the video for that. Dan just got Bluetooth Low Energy working consistently on the Circuit Playground um, Blue Fruit, which is a new product this week. Uh, and so he's just fixing a couple bugs and we'll push that up so that people can use um, the wireless capabilities of the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. 
Inserted Python. Um, and Scott showed off a wide range of e-ink displays that are now supported natively in CircuitPython using Display.io from the itsy bitsy 1.5 inch all the way to the massive chunky 4.2 inch. Uh, they're pretty much all the, uh, supported and they're all different chipsets. So he did an amazing job going through and just figuring them all out. Um, so if you want to use e-inks with CircuitPython, it's going to be really fast and really easy really yeah. soon. We'll be showing that um, not only uh, later to, uh, tonight on our top secret, but also in the on the overhead, we'll have a live demo yes, of some of this. Yes, I have it here, which you can yeah. see maybe show later. Um, Matt Costi came by. Uh, he's the person who uh, did the PR for adding Circuit Python web server support. We had web client support for the Pi Portal, but now your Python boards can act as a web server as well. And he's a web developer, so he knows that stuff real well. And the reason he wrote it is he has a light stick, and he wanted to be able to update it through his phone. Um, that would connect to the web server and then upload an image to display to his uh, sweeping light stick. Uh, and it works, so good work, Matt. Um, Jay is working on a LoRa robotics controller. Um, uses one of our nice two-axis analog joysticks. And um, using CircuitPython, it reads the two analog inputs and then transmits that over LoRa. But what's really nice is he made this beautiful case and he got this like really nice SLA printer and he like heat shrinked and wired everything like really well. So it's like this person is clearly uh, an expert at um, mechanical construction and they do documentation as well. So if you check out back7.co, that's their Instagram. Um, and you can see images that they take every single day of their projects. You can learn how it gets put together. Uh, Bill B um, checked out uh, the DS3502 um, uh, digital potentiometers that are controllable over I squared C. We put those uh, quick boards in the store a few weeks ago, and they're perfect for what he's working on, which is trying to emulate a joystick. So if you have somebody, say, who has um, a wheelchair, um, but they have SMA, they can't use the wheelchair so well, they want to be able to um, tap into the analog pads of the joystick, basically opposite of what Jay's doing, right? You, you tap in, and then you can use um, easier to control switches that are, are to, to tap and detect and then um, emulate the joystick movements. So he demoed that on uh, Wheelchair Barbie, uh, which is a great way to test interfaces. He has a, a tethered wheelchair and then with his custom feather board, he was able to just tap these two very light FSR switches and turn uh, either way the, yeah. um, the wheelchair. So basically emulating that joystick control. So this will be really cool for all the people that he's working with uh, to, to make controllers that emulate uh, joystick inputs. Um, and then Roberto uh, made an NTP binary clock with different digits that light up on a dot star feather wing. It looked really cool. Uh, Chris uh, showed off an update to his Art Canvas Raspberry Pi Linux computers. Um, he has done IP over voice. When it uh, starts up, um, it will use the uh, text-to-speech capabilities of, of, of Linux computers and Raspberry Pi to speak out the IP address so that you know if you want to connect to the server and like send stuff to it. Uh, you know what it is really handy when you're going to events and um, showing it off and there's like, you know, you maybe connect to the Wi-Fi, but then you, if you want to uh, connect to the web server SSH in, you're like, I don't know the IP address. Now he can do it. And Speedball uh, came by three years ago and uh, is back again with their GPS trinket project that wherever they go, the trinket will read the GPS location. And then um, it will uh, play audio clips from a sound effects board. 
but uh, he's looking to update it and uh, might be going up to a itsy bitsy M4 and then skipping the soundboard and just playing audio files directly from CircuitPython. So moving an Arduino project to Python, we'll see how that goes. Hopefully it will be an easy transition. Okay. All participants on the show and tell get an as seen on the show and tell sticker. If you're a kid, please make sure a parent, a guardian, adult-like entity emails us. Um, I think this was a question uh, regarding the show and tell. Um, I think you said they, but they have SMA. What is SMA? It's, um, I think it's spinal muscular atrophy is what it stands for. And it. it just means they have less control of their muscles than most of us do. Got it. But they okay. still want to move around in the wheelchair. That's right. All right. It's part of our Adafruit live series of shows. Um, JP's show is tomorrow at 4 p.m. Uh, we're going to be showing a lot of cool things for our new Monster Mask. And every single week, JP has Make Code Minute. Um, one little bit of news. Um, we are about to release our Meku newsletter for educators. I was just thinking, I originally, the CircuitPython newsletter is my go-to source for everything Python. Yeah. But I wish there was a newsletter that covered everything about Meku. There like is. The latest stuff coming out, there maybe is. modules, there is. projects, guides. There is. I, I just wish this existed. There is. Oh, wait. So go to adafruitdaily.com and uh, click the little button that says Meku and then hit subscribe. It's a separate site. We don't spam. This information won't be shared with anyone. This yeah. is just so you get a newsletter, and that's it. Okay. So that'll be starting up soon. If you want to contribute to it, we're going to have instructions. Look for a blog post tomorrow. But how much does it cost to subscribe? Zero. And you're going to sell their information to somebody no. else? No. You know what's interesting is there's, there's so, so, you know, like we're doing this show. We're not internet personalities. Hi, we run here. a business. Yeah. So there's a lot of things with the GDPR and then also California privacy laws. Right. And, um, so once your company gets a certain size, it's, it's different. And then yeah. how you interact with the data is a lot different. So we're successful enough, we're a big enough company where we do fall under um, certain privacy uh, regulations yeah. in California. However, we don't collect personal information the we same don't. way the same way lots of other companies no. do. So it's very easy for us to uh, work Never. within all these privacy um, uh, regulations. Yes. Because once you, once you say, like, we don't give away or sell, customer information. They're like, oh, okay. It's like, well, why are you here? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. Anyways, take it away, JP. This is uh, Make Code Minute. For the Make Code Minute today, what I wanted to do is show you how you can use the console log when you're creating a program in Make Code in order to check out the values of something you're doing. So if you're using some math blocks or creating a formula of some kind uh, and you want to see, am I actually getting the values that I think I'm getting without even uploading it to hardware, you'll notice I have this button A click input and then I ramp through four or five times from zero to four. I run through uh, logging the console value of the index and then I pause a second, and then on the next iteration, it's going to add one to that until it gets to four and then goes back. So how do you see this uh, in the simulator? Well, right now this is running, but there's nothing being spit out to the console until I hit the A button. Now you'll see I can show the console in the simulator. So when I click that, you'll now see that each time I press the A button, I get zero, one, two, three, four. Zero, one, two, three, four. And that is displayed both in this readout down at the bottom, as well as this handy little graph here. And so that is how you can use the console log in the simulator inside of Make Code. That is your Make Code Minute.
some good handy tips. That's right. So tomorrow, 4 p.m., JP show. Also look for the Make Code newsletter coming soon. All right, it's Python on hardware time. That's right. Blinka, so blinka, blinka. just when you thought Circuit Python Day was over, it was over. That was like two weeks ago. No, it's still going on. What? So the the latest is uh, this is some photos from Lambda Labs at the Beirut Hackerspace. Um, they did a bunch of projects. This is a cool um, little Blinka shaker, Circuit Playground Express, and I think we had um, posted this, but the rest of the uh, photos and information we got came in. So I wanted to make sure I got the word out on this. Uh, there was cupcakes. There's cupcakes. Yeah, a little bit of a reminder. Um, I had mentioned this earlier, but all month long and or while supplies last, or maybe even a little bit longer, uh, every single order at Adafruit, and there's tens of thousands of those per month, gets a circuitpython.org sticker. In our newsletter, we have a new feature, and it's what is Brian and Dan and Melissa up to? So. That's a really good section. I mean, it's really descriptive. That's exactly what it is. It's okay. what they're working on. So this, this is what Brian's working this on. Is, yeah, there's lots of things. It's an itsy bitsy airlift wing. Yep. And then he's also working on a uh, monochrome OLED bonnet for Raspberry Pi. So we're just doing a couple of revisions to get that all working up. And it's just a big chunky OLED. Really cool looking. Yeah, and you can see. Boom. Yeah, Look at how big that cool. is. And then uh, Melissa has been in the middle of displays, displays, displays. Yes, I think she actually finished all of our color TFT displays and now have CircuitPython, Display.io, example code, and images. So we're done with those for now. Right. And and one of the, the main reasons I wanted to have this as a new section is because there's so much going on with Bluetooth Low Energy that I wanted to make sure we're capturing kind of the, the weekly progress. Okay, Blinka um, has a Bluetooth. That's right. Um, so CircuitPython Bluetooth Energy can be a BL beacon, including iBeacon and Eddystone Beacon, be a BLE peripheral, acting as both a server providing services as a client talking to a server. BLE Central can scan for peripherals that are advertising and connecting to them. Currently, the Nordic UART service in US is implemented for both clients and servers. Uh, pair with a peer device, uh, but not bond, which is remembering pairing, connect to a device providing current time service, such as an iPhone, and find out the current time and date. Support has recently been added for fine-grade control of permissions of characteristic and descriptors. BT, uh, BLE HID support is currently being implemented. So there's a lot going on. All right. Uh, this is uh, one of the indicators that I think CircuitPython is really, really working out. It's when artists can do things with a programming language and make their art and not worry about the code and not worry about all the electronics that go into it. They can just make something that's really interesting. This is normally a very hard thing to do. So what you see here is a um, kid's toy. It's a boot, but uh, kids were choking on um, the, uh, the little unicorn um, front of it, and so it became recall, re recalled. And so the title of this art project is um, Recalled. And uh, we called this newsletter uh, Consumers Should Immediately. And this uses a feed from the United States Consumer Product Safety Commission. And every single time there's a recalled toy, it'll show it on this recalled toy. This so, is beautiful. Yeah. And so, those lovely fonts. Yeah, so we made it really easy to use JSON. It's just a structured data source, and it displays on a screen, and this artist was able to do their artwork. So very cool, very interesting, made with CircuitPython. Also, um, this is on our show and tell, but we uh, uh, we also had this in our newsletter. This is CompuCanvas. Um, 
Chris uh, was on the show until last week with the wall hanging comp canvas and the Raspberry Pi. And then you also saw, um, or you can see, Chris on the show until this week. He'll be doing guide so you can build one of these yourself. This mysterious Circuit Python book uh, with Moo, um, we saw this and we're like, oh my gosh, this is the best book ever already. But the artist who it's does. It's kind of anime. I mean, yeah, that might not be the best. Exactly. And the artist who is providing the artwork had this amazing quote. Why did they make the, the book look the way it is? And this is from the cover artist. Limitless U of the special color represents the infinite possibilities by multiplying the programmatic necessity by the creativity of the CPX users. I would be happy if my artwork visualizes the multiplicity of the possibility of CPX. Okay, that's like a, a high bar. That is cool. That's All like right. artist statement. That's intense. Okay. Uh, also, we have some new guides. Uh, yep, Katni did up a pie ruler. Guys, get started with your pie ruler. Yeah, also this is the Simon game. Simon well. game? Yeah. Yeah, we have um, one from Isaac for Simon. Other things that we have, this is a Braille Circuit Playground Express using uh, Circuit Python. So you can make a Braille keyboard and monitor. We also, um, I'll go into some of the coming soon later, but we have some new Pi portals coming out. We also have some round displays. And then in um, other Python news, other microcontrollers, other things like Snack and uh, MicroPython, I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, this, this, it's like a DIY Well, it's one of these dogs. Dog. Yeah, it's one of those dogs that walk around like big dog, but they used a 3D printed head and put our um, eyes on it. Yeah. But it's like a ha it's a friendly happy dog. There you go. Who's a good boy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, also, we have some cool ESP thirty uh, two doublers and triplers. Um, renderings. The folks at Espressive are posting up what's coming soon with the ESP thirty two S two. As far as I could tell, it does everything because every word is on here. So it's Whoa, temperature it's sensor. Got, it's got RISC five in it. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, so, so we'll what's find going out, on? Yeah, we'll find out more later. But they did a little poster about what does the new ESP32 I like this S2 poster because it's like you kind of you kind of like dig around like what's what what can you yeah. what can you get here it's like a word cloud yeah okay um, every single week we uh, put out a call for people to contribute to the newsletter and there's a ton of things from PyCon AU Matt sent a ton of things and thank you so much for contributing to the newsletter if you want to see every talk that something to do with MicroPython in some way you can. Goodbye print statements. What makes Microbit different? Using comedy's excuse to play with Python program microcontrollers. Profiling pathogens with MicroPython. It's dark and my lights aren't working. Um, <laughs> extending MicroPython using C for good. So there's a lot going on. You can catch all of these. Very exciting. Also in the newsletter, we tend to look around at all sorts of devices. So this is the message pad 130. Came out in 1996 from Apple as an ARM 610 chip, 20 megahertz speed, display is 320 by 240, sounds, sounds kind of familiar. familiar. There's a ROM of eight megabytes, the RAM was 1.2 megabytes, and the storage was 1.3 megabytes, four AA batteries. Um, this is looking so and feeling, like, this is like a we're getting really close to Pi portals. So um, we're also doing a, a ton of e-ink stuff. So a lot of things that you see from the past are gonna look really familiar soon because there was a lot of smart work that the folks at Apple did with the Newton and then also things like the Magic App. And speaking of, um, I'll be blogging this later. This is called Paradigm and this is um, what uh, a fellow named Mark at, uh, at Apple did. And it was all about what's the future and this was like a really long time ago and they were really ahead of what cell phones, and there was no such thing as cell phones at the time. 
and um, or at least not in the, the current form. And so this was this metal-bound book that had all these things. Later on, the Newton came out, and then later on, um, some of the folks from Apple did uh, uh, Magic and the Magic Cap OS. And so I thought that was neat to take a look at it because we're we're now using all these microcontrollers, and we're able to do a lot of things that they were able to do in the past. So, anyways, check that out. And that is the Python on hardware news for this week. Blue, 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 blinka. Okay, time travel. We'll look around in the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers. We had some breaking news that happened uh, right before we got on air tonight. There was a release um, date. Yeah, well, first off, a lot of people okay. remember you interviewed uh, Horitz, and uh, it was all about the art of electronics. And we have a release date for next year, as you were saying for the Art of Electronics, the x -Jackers. I guess this is like what they couldn't, you know, they fit a lot into the 3rd edition. It's huge, but there's maybe even more. So yeah. coming in March 2020, there's going to be the X-Chapters. Um, it's going to be 500 pages approximately with a couple hundred illustrations, 600 illustrations. So I'm sure we'll carry it in the Adafruit shop. Yeah. Um, it'll be in addition to the 3rd edition and there's also the lab book. So yeah, it's cool. Like I remember when people were like, oh, the 3rd edition is never going to come out. Not only did the 3rd edition come out, but it's like, Edition 3.5 is coming out. Yeah, and this this release is timed essentially the same as The Matrix 4. I don't know if they got together on this, Yeah. but it seems like they did. Okay, um, some news around the web. We released the Monster Mask. There's a boopable nose. Uh, our friends at Make, Make's back, by the way, they're blogging again. Caleb Yay. is uh, posting up. There's a couple posts each day. What they're doing is maker dead profiles. And never die? Well, they're doing um, maker, maker profiles, but they're also doing hardware again. Yay. So um, I just wanted to, I wanted to call this, uh, this out. Caleb uh, wrote about the board on Make, and it says it's important to reiterate, in case you missed it in the list above, the nose is capacitive touch, so you can boop it. You can boop it. There's also another cool feature board. You can snap the middle and connect both sides via cable so you can place your eyes further apart if they're part of your costume or suit. Correct. So remember, it's boop. boopable. Boop and disconnect. Boopable. boopable. You want to boop okay. it, you want to disconnect it. You, yeah. So many options. Okay. Uh, Hackaday Supercon is coming up in November. And in less than a couple weeks, Hackaday turns 15. Um, 15 years ago, I started the site called Hackaday. I don't run it now, um, but I do like that the site is still running and it's not terrible. So uh, we're probably going to write up a few things. We have a hack chat coming up on, I think, a week after that for machine learning. Yeah. And uh, I also did a quick post about uh, my first post on Hackaday. Um, so there's a little bit of a, there could be a, a debate. I'm sure there will be in the comments at some point. But um, the site, we were, so I wanted to put a, my first post on it was September 5th, 2004. Yeah. And then I had a bunch of posts ready for the following days. And so there was a soft launch and then there was like another launch, October 8th, 2004. It yeah. doesn't really matter, but the, the, this is what the site looked like. It still kind of looks the same. Still, same logo, still the same, same thing. The right-hand side isn't that... Yeah, they don't do that with the right-hand side. Yeah. And also um, but they, the, they do but uppercase the text, now. Yeah, they yeah. have the logo, it's green, and it's monochrome. I mean, I remember for a long time you had so forced uh, lowercase and they got rid of that eventually. Yeah, yeah. After That was funny. Yeah, after I retired and, and handed off Hackaday to a new team of people, um, one of the things that changed was um, uppercase was allowed. I had the whole site in, in lowercase. You, you didn't know that's a CSS flag? It is. Yeah. yeah so, anyways. Well, it's funny if people would get like really mad. They'd like post like angry comments and they'd be trying to like tap, tap it all caps or just come out like, hey, I really think this Calmed everything down a little bit. Yeah. Really um, so, anyways, <laughs> check out um, hackaday.io and hackaday will be doing a uh, machine learning hack chat in September, but also they'll probably have something going on 
at uh, Hackaday Supercon celebrating 15 years of Hackaday.com. Um, also, happy birthday to Pimeroni. They're seven years old. They wow. made the sign themselves. They had a blog post about how they made the sign. They also have 20% off their own brand products with code 7. So go to Pimeroni.com. Um, and then if you follow them on Twitter, they're giving away $2,500 of the prizes. All sorts of stuff. It ends Monday, so you want to get on that. But happy birthday, Pimeroni. Also, happy birthday, Sacha, CEO of Microsoft. Um, the only reason I know it's his birthday is because I've been hanging on to this Wired for uh, almost three years. And then uh, we recently got a chance to do a, uh, a project, a thing, and we were talking, and Sacha was uh, there, and we said, we want to trade a copy of you on Wired for a copy of him on Wired. So I sent it out, got it back. Now it's in our collection. Happy birthday. Thanks for not um, messing up GitHub, and good work with all the open source stuff at Microsoft. Happy birthday and many more. And then, um, speaking of you on things, um, someone made this wood carving of you. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're all black, so it probably smells yeah, pretty su good. Yeah, super easy. Okay. Um, and then uh, we also have a little bit of celebration. Adafruit stickers hit 1,000 downloads. So if you have an iOS device and you like to add stickers to your text messages, we have all the characters and more from Adafruit. Trevor and Adabot will tell you about it now. Adafruit now has stickers. Oh, like for my lunchbox? Uh, not exactly. It's for your iMessages. Oh, but where are they? Oh, well. Open iMessages, tap the App Store icon, search for Adafruit, and download. It's free. Then, whenever you need to spice up your text, open up Adafruit stickers, drag, and drop. Hey, nice icon. Yeah, and it's not just you in there. There's Blinka, Minerva, and Hans, and the rest of the Sticker Playground crew. Whoa, that's a lot of stickers. It is. So those are our stickers. Check it out. You can get them through the App Store and more. All right. Also, um, we had a few things that we did this week. We had Machine Learning Monday. It's kind of big news. Um, Machine Learning Monday this week was using the NRF 52840 with Circuit Playground Express Bluefruit and doing machine learning. This is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. You have this little tiny low-cost device, and it can do crazy things like machine learning. So past us. Possible. Past us. Take it away. Yes. No. All right, Lady Ada, this seems like machine learning on a Nordic NRF chip, which happens to be a circuit playground blue fruit. That seems impossible. Wow, that's a lot of information that you just saved me from having to say. Correct. Yeah. This is a circuit playground blue fruit with the NRF52840 running the TensorFlow yes, no machine learning demo. And uh, Circuit Playgrounds have a built-in PDM microphone, make it really easy to record audio, and then NeoPixels give you feedback. And then I also have a sound output so that, uh, you know, if you don't want to look at LEDs or maybe uh, you can't see that well, then you have audio feedback as well. Yeah, we're trying to build accessibility into machine learning so it's inclusive for all. Yes. Right. Good work. Yay. All right, and from jobs.adafruit.com, if you're a company looking for great candidates or if you're someone who has skills and you want to work for a great company, you can post them up. This is a big deal job. Mickey Mickey is looking for a president 
chief operating officer. If you've seen Mickey Mickey, we've stocked it in the store. If you know about Jay Silver's work, um, one of the coolest, most creative educational companies out there, they're looking for someone to basically run it. So if you think you have the chops to run Mickey Mickey, if you think you can turn the world into a piano. And if you like eating bananas. If you like eating bananas um, and playing the piano, 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 piano <laughs> um, apply. Um, jobs.adafruit.com and check out the full description. Okay, we are an open source hardware company. It's true. To prove it, we have 1,960 guides. Exciting. Data, what is on the big board this week? I'm glad you asked. We've got a new guide from Dan C, how to make teeny audio stereo, auto stereogram uh, images. So what's neat about this is it uses Python and you drag the bitmap image that you want to turn into an auto stereogram and it will do all the math calculations for you and then display it on the shield. So it look, apparently it's like a shark or something. I have no idea. I can't see these things for squat. And then uh, Noah and Pedro have a SpaceX helmet, which we'll be showing the video of shortly. It's super cool. Um, they've got like a, they got a Tesla with like the wings. And so like the video has them like looking cool in front of it. Um, but it has a flip up design and it's multi-piece and it's got some LED lights. Um, we've got the guide for the Adafruit Monster Mask. That's the board we released last week. We now have a guide that shows you all about how to create custom eye images. So it's not just the default hazel eyes anymore. You can now um, change what images are displayed on the eyes and you can pick kind of any image you like. There's a couple tips and tricks um, to doing that and JP is going to have a, a video tomorrow on his live stream um, with details about that. But you can start by looking at the guide which has um, explanations of file format and how to like edit the JSON file to tell it where to look for them and stuff. Um, last week's guide from JP was a mouse painter. Uh, kind of interesting idea and not only emulating a mouse with make code, but making the mouse movement sinusoidal so that when you, um, you can basically paint these perfect waveforms. It's kind of an interesting like art, artistic idea, right? Not just having a, a true mouse emulation, but a, a mouse artistic creator. A mouse brush. Mouse brush. Uh, we got from Colin, the RS4 Robots guide that goes with the video that we played, I think it was last week. Um, this is the guide that goes through. It has all the links and references, <coughs> as well as the, t the script. So if you want to read along as you uh, watch the video. Isaac uh, did a Simon game for the Pi Ruler. So the Pi Ruler, as you notice, uh, if you got one, we'll be making more soon. It has four capacitive touch pads and each one of them has red, yellow, green, or blue LEDs. So we're like, maybe we can turn this into a Simon game. And yes, you can. Uh, so follow along with the code to see how many um, uh, touchpad colors you can remember before you have to start over. And uh, then from last week, we had the daily UV Pi portal display and the CircuitPython BLE controlled NeoPixel hat. Okay, more guides ahead. We have some made in New York City factory footage. We are a factory in New York City. It's true. And uh, we do open source hardware, and we ship it here from our New York City factory, and we have lots of videos each week to prove it. Take it away, factory. Yay.
and it wouldn't be made in your city factory footage without a sunset outside the windows of Adafruit. Some good sunsets recently. I think this is like B-roll of like a New York movie or something. Yeah. Okay. All right, we have some 3D printing videos of the week. Um, you could probably guess what it is. Mm, I don't know. Well, yeah, it's, it's uh, a planter. Nope, it's that. Uh, it's is that it a Yoda head? It's a uh, nope. It's that space suit helmet video, oh. and we also have a sped up, which is also um, space themed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, space it away. So take it away, no and Pedro. Hey, what's up, folks? In this project, we're building a replica of the Starman helmet from SpaceX. This is fully 3D printed and lit up with NeoPixel LEDs. The helmet has a pivoting joint so you can flip up the visor. It also has an accelerometer so we can trigger LED animations. In this video, we'll show you how to build the helmet and wire up the electronics. The Circuit Playground Express has a bunch of sensors and components built in for making interactive projects with lights and sounds. Check out Microsoft's MakeCode for programming the Circuit Playground Express. It's got an easy-to-use block-based interface. It uses WebUSB for uploading code, so it's all in the browser. You can use input blocks to trigger LED animations based on the tilt of the PCB. This makes programming motion-based events really easy. Get the parts to build this project, links are in the description. The helmet is split into several pieces. These require a bit of support material. The visor can be vacuum formed using a 3D printed buck. We decided to 3D print the whole visor with a lattice pattern so we could see through it. The two main parts can be fastened together using screws and heat set inserts. Be sure to check out the learn guide for this project. There you can get the links to the code and files. We decided to attach the parts together using a combination of CA glue and hot glue. We used the freeze-dry method using a can of air duster to instantly cool the hot glue in place. The head and chin pieces are press fitted together and hot glued. The separate inner lining is printed in a darker colored filament and it fits along the inner edge of the helmet. We'll cut a mini skinny NeoPixel strip in half and wire up a cable in between the two. This will allow us to attach the strips in different orientations inside the helmet. Next, we'll create a DIY micro USB connector with a really short cable so we can reprogram the board and recharge the battery. Then we'll solder the connections from the LED strip to the pads on the circuit playground. We'll secure the board inside the helmet using some more hot glue. Then we can lay down the two LED strips. We'll also hot glue these in place. To protect this LiPo battery, we 3D printed a pocket in NinjaFlex material so it's nicely padded. We can secure this right next to the circuit playground. The 3D printed visor is attached to the helmet with hot glue. The two main pieces connect together by press fitting the joints and locking them in place. We installed some pieces of foam along the inside of the helmet for a bit of comfort. And there you have it! We think this is a great project for folks with 3D printers looking to get started with electronics. 
Thanks so much for watching. Don't forget to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit. You're a fan of the alien, aliens, and other alien yeah. movies. You'll like this. It's like a chestburster. Maybe. Chase hugger. Maybe something before the chestburster, the prequel. Okay. The thing before that. Sorry, I don't maybe. know. Yeah, sorry. From the egg. Yeah, maybe. Three day hangouts with no Pedro. A bit of a reminder before we get to new products. Uh, Adabox will be shipping soon. Um, here's the thing um, we will not have any left. If you haven't signed up, you should. We're going to run out. Again. Yeah, it, we're already. There's always one person who's like, I, yeah. I was totally going to do it, and then I just waited it and waited so, it. Yeah, just adabox.com, and then next one ships out in a few weeks. We're already kind of maxed out for subscribers, so the only f openings are the ones where people moved or a credit card expired or something else. So if you're thinking about it, if you're on your on the fence, you should do it. Okay. Right, thank you, Terminator 2. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't a Terminator. Okay. We got the shiny Terminator look. Blink lose a code. And uh, now it's time to do some other stuff. Ready? New 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 Okay. Ready? Yes. First up. First up. This is half new. So revision. So this is the Feather M0 LoRa radio board. 900 megahertz. You may notice it looks a little bit different. It now comes with an FCC certified module on the front. And it's in a tin. It's got the FCC number. It's otherwise exactly the same. It's pin compatible, code compatible, basically size and shape compatible, um, except now it has that nice tinned module. Um, and yeah, and it's FCC certified, so we uploaded the certificates and people like that. Right now, this is only for the 900 megahertz module. And here you go, so yeah, nice. Nice tin, protects it. You might get like slightly better um, radio range because of that. You'll get like much, much better, but um, it is a little more protected and you won't have stuff radiating out and uh, possibly 
uh, radiating into your chip, which you don't want. You want just stuff radiating out of here. That's it, just out of here. Okay. Next up, these are stickers specifically designed in partnership with Cartoon Network. If you like Steven Universe, if you like Adventure Time, if you like all the things in the world of the Cartoon Network and their brands and their shows, this is it. They're on the back of the boards. Um, they're a sticker pack. We're really excited about this. We did the partnership with Cartoon Network um, earlier in the year, and now um, after the art's approved and we did um, all of our testing, so they look great on the back of the boards. They're now available. We'll have a lot of Cartoon Network, specifically Steven Universe, because the movie's coming out. Um, but so, there's Powerpuff in there. There's Adventure yeah. Time. So you got all sorts of cool characters. Officially licensed. Logos. Stevens. Yeah. These are great stickers just to have no matter Unicorns. what, but they just happen to fit on the back of the boards. Mojos. Pandas. Yeah. So, you know, Gems. while there isn't, uh, you know, uh, multi multicolor PCBs that would make sense for electronics quite yet, this is the next best thing. You could put it on the back of a board yeah. and you can personalize it in addition to if you wanted to write your name on it, but you also have your own um, sticker and your own yeah. branding that you want to put on it with your favorite characters. These are nice vinyl stickers. So they're yeah, removable. They long and they just and pop right on there. Boop. Yep, they're a little bit smaller so that even if you don't get them centered perfectly. Yeah, we want, we want to make them smaller still. that way with the alligator clips and stuff that you don't scratch you don't up the scratch sticker. Them. Yeah. Okay. Looking good. Thank you. So those are the stickers. And thank you to our Cartoon Network friends for helping us out with all this and more. Okay, next up. We've got this um, enclosure kit. This is actually a two-in-one. There's two products, so I'll kind of talk about them together. Um, People love our Neo Trellis board. Uh, it's a four by four grid of NeoPixels controlled with Seesaw. Um, you can tile multiple grids together to make your own little four by four grid control. We've done a bunch of uh, 3D printed cases for it, but we also now have a laser cut case. These are really nice and um, durable, beautiful cases. And so we have the case that comes as uh, like eight acrylic pieces or seven acrylic pieces. I don't know exactly how many. Um, and it fits any of our feathers except for like the feather fauna. And um, then you can put the um, Neo Trellis board on top. Uh, it has all the Neo pixels and you can control it with an Arduino or CircuitPython code. Uh, if you're using like a Feather M4, which is what I recommend, you can use either. If you're using a Feather 32U4, then you'll have to use only Arduino. And um, this one shows all the fixins. So the feather board goes here and you can still access the reset button and then um, the battery is connected through here if you'd like to have a battery. And then an on-off switch lets you turn it off um, with a switch, which kind of just juts out a little bit. It's kind of a nice, you know, like it's inset enough that you, you can get it with your finger, but it doesn't stick out a bunch. And um, inside you have to do a little bit of wiring. You do have to solder four wires from the feather to um, the Neo Trellis board. And then, yeah, you can pick any feather. And um, we also have a pack that includes the Feather M4, um, as well as the Neo Trellis board, the elastomers in the case. This version we built with the battery and switched just to verify that it all fit. But I'll say that it doesn't make as much sense for the Feather M4 because this isn't a wireless board. So if you're building with this, this with an ESP32 or Bluefruit board, then having it be wireless, like battery powered makes a little bit more sense. But 
as is, you know, if you're going to use it as a MIDI controller, you'd have to have it plugged in. So the pack we have is um, just the Feather M4 with all the parts minus the battery and the switch. But this is to show you that if you did have one of our, you know, 30 Feather boards that could possibly do wireless, um, it is possible to have it be battery powered. And, you know, if you don't want to have it send data, maybe you just want to have a simple LED button board, then, yeah, you can run it untethered as well. Okay. Next up, more Stemma. A Stemma QT board. More Stemma. A wild Stemma QT has appeared. This is the MSA301. We did a little stream about this a few weeks ago. This is an interesting chip. It's like a 20-cent accelerometer. Um, we put a bunch of other stuff on the board and, of course, assembled it and tested it, so it's more, more than 20 cents. But if you would like to experiment with this chip, which I think is a very interesting chip because, again, it's so low cost. Um, this is a good breakout to use. It's an I2C only chip. You can't change the I2C address. Um, it does have an interrupt output. It has kind of everything the list 3DH has. It has tap detection. It has uh, motion detection. It has orientation detection with interrupts and stuff. So you can do quite a bit with it, and it is smaller than the list 3DH. It's quite teeny. Um, so, it, you know, if you need to... It have a very compact accelerometer as well, uh, but it's sold from a Chinese company. You have to kind of use a Chinese broker to get it. We don't have the ch chips for sale yet, but we do have this nice breakout with, of course, the chainable uh, quick connect on there, so you can uh, wire it up to a breadboard and then chain other boards onto the other end. Okay, and then tune in every week for our STEMA series. We've been doing STEMA Sundays, so you'll see some of these boards and more. Okay, next up, it's coming soon. Coming soon from Kathy, her bots book. Uh, she's done a bunch of an amazing guides for her. She's an excellent educator, uh, yep. teacher, and writer, and diagrammer. Uh, and so this, um, I think this will be a really good robots book because it will be um, different than a lot of the robot books that are like, great, so you're gonna spend $500 and you're gonna get like a brushless DC motor controller. That's, that's not what this is. This is for uh, maker spaces and students and kids who wanna get started on the cheap just to explore robotics. And I think, uh, I haven't seen the book, but I trust it will be So I got an advanced copy, I got the PDF. Yeah, oh, you did. Read it, Ooh. so we don't stock lots of books, so I asked for it first. We don't stock lots of books, but the ones we do are good, and this one in particular, in addition to it having our stuff in it, which is great, this would be a book we would stock anyways. Yes. So good work, Kathy. All right, All right. next up. Coming soon, this is the Trust M chip from Infineon. It's a new crypto authentication chip. A couple weeks ago we put in the ATECC 608 from Microchip. Uh, they're not the only company that's making these, you know, low-cost uh, crypto authentication chips that have hardware crypto uh, acceleration as well as secure storage. Uh, this chip is kind of nice because, in addition to all the standard crypto stuff, AES and um, uh, elliptical certificate checking and um, RSA and uh, HMAX, it can also um, store, it has a secure memory location that you can use. So you can store data in it as well, uh, which I think is kind of neat. Right. Uh, it's got like 4K of memory and a random number generator and like two random number generators. And uh, it's coming soon, so sign up. And um, it just got released yesterday. We even posted the press release. Yeah, we got this. Special thanks to Oscar, who works there. And we were able to do a product very quickly. And we have a very short video that we did just to show its capabilities and us getting it up and running. So take it away, us. Okay, Lady Ada, what is this? Well, it's a STEMA Sunday, but it's also a Security Sunday, 
we're getting the stemma for the Optica Trust uh, crypto auth chip working. This is an Infineon chip and they released an Arduino library. So yeah. I wrote some code to yeah. use with our OLED library. And right now um, it's just generating random numbers every you know 100 milliseconds or so and I'm displaying them on the OLED. So that just shows that the chip is working and I'm communicating over I squared C. So it's a cute little crypto chip. Okay, shout out to our friend Oscar. Thanks Oscar. All right, next up. Um, recently, we announced that we joined the RISC V Foundation. It also means we're stocking RISC V products. This one happens to have the Kendrite K20. K210. K210, sorry. Yes. And uh, this is the M5 stick. So this is Jelly. She runs the products, and you can see. You can recognize faces. All sorts so of that's cool the default things you can do with this. Kendrite demo. So it's got this RISC V processor with. Um, hardware acceleration, and you can see how fast it is. It's quite fast doing inference on images, which is nice because um, it's it's you know if you're doing AI, uh, you want either a hardware coprocessor or hardware support. So let's look at the overhead. Yeah. Because I will show you. Oh, this is this is the demo, and you can see it recognizes faces and has this neat thing where it keeps the screen uh, in view of the person. Yes, you uh, can see it. This. I will say one of the things is, is that she had it very close to her face, which is why when she turned it, it didn't recognize her. So you do have to be more than three feet from the person for the best, so you can actually get the field of view. Um, so it's got this OV sensor. It looks like it's got a microphone as well. RGBW uh, LED probably uses that for uh, lighting, so you can get like even lighting. Um, and then I think it's probably got a accelerometer motion sensor of some sort, SD card, uh, 200 milliamp hour LiPo battery. I'll say the LiPo doesn't last very long because it's a very high current chip. Um, it's got a Grove connector, which also will work with our stemma boards, uh, USB-C, and then there's this kind of a sandwich board which has a um, micro SD card slot, and then underneath you can kind of barely see it, there's some memory and the Kendroid chip itself. So the Kendroid chip kind of does everything. Um, you program it over the USB to serial converter. It doesn't have native USB. Um, it's got also a little speaker. So this is quite a packed board. I'm, I'm really liking the M5 stick, how much they fit in to um, their designs. And then um, you can see it's got this color. I think it's like 200 by 150 uh, IPS TFT display. It's got a couple buttons that you can press. And then of course, um, the camera, speaker, and microphone. So. Um, a really cute little all-in-one um, hardware development board for if you want to do AI. Um, you'll check out the Kendrite documentation for what other guides they have going on. So there's a couple different um, demonstrations that you can do with this hardware. But I'll say uh, the one downside is that it's battery powered. You can't run off the battery very long. Not at least with the camera and uh, display going. All right. Next up, the star of the show tonight, besides community and all of our customers and our, our team. It's a Circuit Playground Bluefruit Alpha. Yes, so it is here. Alpha means that I reserve the right to change hardware, um, but it won't change significantly. Um, but it is just a warning to people. So this doesn't have make code support yet. Uh, Circuit Python support is coming very soon. We're going to do a release with that. Um, Arduino is supported. Um, uh, you know, as it is sort of like all of our other NRF 52840 guides. Um, so we have a feather, so it's very similar to that. 
but we don't have like the all-in-one easy-to-use library yet. So this is very alpha. It's it's out there. It's for people who are totally cool with, hey, and every week you might have to download a board support library. It's not drag and drop. It's cutting edge. Yet. It's cutting edge. It's going to give people warning. Um, that said, it does totally work. Uh, we did some range tests. We got 75 feet. Ah. A Bluetooth range. We're going to play that video. Okay, we'll play that video. So let's uh, show you. So we're shipping this. We're calling it Alpha, like Lady Ada said, because we might change the hardware design eventually. But this is for people that want to use this as a development board to test it. You also can follow along our story of what we're doing with this. So we're going to play two videos. First is how far can it go, and then the tester that we made for it. So we'll do these back to back. How far can it go? Yeah. About a city block away, but we're inside of Adafruit. <laughs> yes. So um, you're going to control this. See down there? Way down here. I'm going to use this super zoom. You zoom? You zoom mm. in? Yeah, I can't zoom. Hey, Ashley. Okay. Ashley's over there. Hi. Okay. Um, but We're so far away. the left of her is a circuit yeah. playground blue okay. fruit. Yeah, do it. Change okay. it. Okay, changing it's it to red. Speck. I'm changing it to blue. Yep. I'm changing it to green. Now white. Now yellow. Now light blue. Okay. Now purple. So it's working. Yep. Distance testing. Okay. Hello, I'm working on the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit Tester coming soon into the store. Uh, we got some new panels of PCBs and now I'm testing them using my classic Teensy Tester. Let's do it! So this Circuit Playground is actually a transmitter that it uses to test the radio, so this is a part of the test. So you're testing it with itself. I know. It's, well, another one of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's then cool. it says press this button to test the red LEDs. And then you press this button to test the blue LEDs. And then makes a bleep. And then it programs in the final test. All right. And so there that's you go. Circuit Playground Blue Fruit Express. Yes. Being tested. By itself. By itself. Cool. Good work. So there you go. Okay, but back to it. All right, so let's go to the overhead and I can show what you get with this board. So we have this as a coming soon. And uh, we talked about it then, we'll talk about it again. So you get the NR52840 chip in the center here. That's a one megabyte flash, 256K RAM, Cortex M4 running at 64 megahertz. It's got two megabytes of QSPY flash over here. So you can use that for storing files, configuration data, circuit Python code, etc. Um, it's got micro USB, and the reason I went or stuck with micro USB is um, so it'll fit the case that we made for the Circuit Playground Express. So it's the same exact configuration for the switches and the buttons. Um, so that makes it so you can reuse this case, which we so lovingly designed with Mike Dole um, like a year, year and a half ago. Um, it still has 10 RGB NeoPixel LEDs, just like the Circuit Playground Express. It's got the two buttons, it's got the temperature sensor, the light sensor, triple axis accelerometer, PDM microphone uh, speaker. Um, one thing about the speaker that has changed is that this chip does not have a true DAC. Uh, the NR52840 doesn't have an analog output like the SAMD21. So you can play audio clips out of it, but they're not going to sound as good as the 21, which had like this nice 10-bit audio output. Um, we do PWM output, and you can do like some basic beeps and sound effects, but it's just not going to sound as good as the 7021. Um, we have the reset button, and then we don't have IR because instead we have Bluetooth. So we made room instead for the Bluetooth antenna, which is where the IR stuff um, used to be over here. And um, 
The uh, nice thing about this is that you can still you know, do device to device, but you don't use IR, you use Bluetooth because we have central mode working. Um, so this is that antenna um, coming down here and we tried to kind of make it as far away as possible from all the metal bits. Um, it has capacitive touch on all the pads and it has analog on uh, six of the pads. So A1, A2, A3, A4, A5, and A6 have analog inputs. But there's just not as many analog inputs on this board as the SAMD21, so TX and audio are not analog inputs. So you still get plenty, but not as many. One nice thing about the SAMD52840 uh, is that it can do um, peripheral pin muxing on like almost any pin. So any pin can be a PWM output because there's no like only these pins can do PWM. Like any pin can do anything. So even though we mark these as I squared C and UART, any pin can be anything, which kind of makes it neat for um, making hardware that you can you know attach on. You don't have to worry about like oh does this have a timer on it or something. Um, we have the switch and the battery. Um, you can charge it, sorry, you can power it over LiPo or AAA batteries, just like the Circuit Playground Express. Like the Circuit Playground Express, it doesn't do battery charging. We did that on purpose because um, younger kids shouldn't be using LiPoly batteries. They're not uh, safe for young users because they could uh, crush them or damage them or accidentally put them in the wash. We wanted to make sure that we could run this off of AAA batteries, like our little battery pack. And so in order to do that and not damage the alkalines, we did not put it battery charging circuit on here. So that's on purpose so that people can safely use it with any kind of battery without accidentally trying to charge that battery and causing a um, little fire or, or battery meltdown. Um, it's got fuse on it and the regulator and yeah, you can program it right now with CircuitPython or Arduino and hopefully we'll have make code coming shortly. So that's the Adafruit Blue Fruit Circuit Playground. Alpha Edition. And with that is new products. Okay. New product recap. Ready, new, 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 new. Okay. We've got the updated Feather M0 LoRa now has an FCC certified RFM 9X module. That's the only difference. Just has a tin on it. FCC certified. We've got a selection of like 20 plus vinyl high quality color stickers these were totally okay from cartoon network they were excited to see us making accessories for circuit playground expresses um you get a selection of stickers sign up and we'll put these in the store shortly but we'll go on to announce them for the end of the summer this uh, enclosure works with any feather other than the feather phono or any other long feathers um, and can use a battery and switch as well for portable usage if you have a wireless feather and a Neotrellis 4x4 to make a portable MIDI controller or button board. The uh, Adafruit Semi-QT breakout for MSA301, it's a low-cost triple-axis accelerometer, but it does quite a lot. You have uh, you know, motion tap detections and stuff, as well as, of course, your standard accelerometer behavior, which is moving around. Coming soon from Kathy is the BOTS Robotic Engineering book. Uh, it uses a bunch of Adafruit stuff, but it's also Beautifully written, she's done guides for us. We highly recommend signing up to check out this book when it's out. Also coming soon, just released yesterday, is a new Infineon Optiga Trust M crypto authentication chip, which adds AES, RSA, HMAC, you know, secure storage of certificates, uh, as well as uh, random number generators and such. So more crypto auth chips coming on the market is good for security. 
The uh, M5 stick is a RISC-V chipset from uh, Kendrite, the Kendrite K210, and it has AI hardware acceleration, so you can do uh, face recognition. It also has microphone, uh, this lovely little TFT display, SD card, speaker, probably some sensors as well. You can plug stuff into it. Uh, it's a great little uh, dev kit for if you want to play with the Kendrite. It's a super low-cost way to do that, as well as hardware accelerated uh, RISC-V AI. And the star of the show is this week is the Circuit Playground Bluefruit. It's like the Circuit Playground Express, but with wireless. Now with the NRF52 840 chip, uh, it can do um, wireless Bluetooth central and peripheral control, but it still has all those sensors that you love from Circuit Playground. Uh, currently with Arduino and Circuit Python support, MIT code may be coming soon. Uh, this is alpha hardware, so uh, it may change, but uh, if you are interested in developing or playing with this new board, uh, pick one up because uh, we'll, we promise it will always work. It just might be not exactly what we release at the end. Now's your new. Okay, uh, we're gonna do some top secret. So uh, don't ask, it's not out yet. And uh, we're gonna take some questions right after that. So if you wanted to, as we show some of the top secret stuff, you can go to adafruit.it slash discord and join the 15,000 of us. As we talk about some of the top secret stuff, you can start posting up some of your questions there, but nothing yeah. to do with the top secret stuff. Okay, what is this? Top secret, this is uh, LSM 303AG. So we've had quite a few LSM 303 accelerometer, sorry, accelerometer magnetometers. Now, there's no gyro, there's a G in the name, but there's no gyro in the chip. Um, so this one is the latest one to come from ST, and we're going to make a breakout for it because people are loving the S LSM 303s. Okay. What's this? This is uh, the Airlift Bitsy Wings. So that's coming soon. Okay. Very exciting. What's this? This is a USB-C version of our micro LiPo. Uh, so people who want to charge their LiPo batteries from a USB-C connector will soon be able to do that with our simple and low-cost micro LiPo boards. People are loving these. And uh, we, uh, for this version, we broke up the USB data lines because that's been a common request. This appears to be a gigantic Pi Portal. That is the 3.5-inch Pi Portal And, and this seems soon. to be like a tiny Pi Portal. And that's the Pi Portal Pint, which is a little, yeah. little one, a 2.4-inch Pi Portal. Okay. So we're making biggins and smallins. That's right. This looks like a round display. It is a round. Well, it's kind of semi-circular. Yeah. So it's got, it uh, looks like, a, you know, five-eighths of a circle. Right. Uh, it's an ST7789, so it works just fine with CircuitPython or Arduino, and we're just displaying an image. I'm just testing it out, seeing if the pinout they said it is, is the pinout it is, which it is. All right, and here's some new features that we're working on for our AR app. So if you happen to have an iPhone, you can download our Adafruit AR app. We're updating it all the time. This shows things like the copper and the solder base. Yeah, it kind of lines up the Gerber files, which is kind of cool and weird. Okay. We also have a preview of image transfer with Bluefruit, so you can see. Yep, this is coming soon. So we'll be able to get images from your image library on a phone, and this will be for iOS as well as Android, although iOS seems to be much faster. Okay. Uh, and then you can transfer an image, and you can see it, it shows up on the Bluetooth device. 
Okay. Uh, last week we talked about this Orbit Reader. It's a Braille reader. And uh, Isaac helped me out get this project that I wanted to get started. Um, what you're about to see is uh, live Braille coming out of a Python REPL. So here, here it is. And then I, I zoomed in so you can see the individual um, piezos pop up the, 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 the Braille word. So here you go. We are working on a ton of e-ink, e-paper displays of all different shapes and sizes, including flexible ones. And we're also doing what we think is the ultimate guide that'll be on learn.adafruit.com on how to optimize your images for all the different displays. This looks really good and creepy because it's so photographic looking, but it's only a, you know, quote, three color uh, display. Dithering is amazing. Yeah, and this is what it looks like when you toss the image on. Um, it uses circuit Python, so all you have to do is plug it in, shows up a USB drive, and then this is it, loading the image and displaying it. Neat. Uh, if uh, you want to, Lady Ada, you can reset that one right there, and you could do a live demo of, uh, this is terminal on, on e-ink. Yeah, the terminal shows up after you're done with the um, yeah. displaying part. And so here it is. And uh, it's it's unusually good. I've I've had tons of e-ink displays in my life over like the last 15 years or so. This one in particular, and the the ease of use is incredible. Yeah. So, anyways. Built into Circuit Python now. Yeah. And uh, with that, Lady Ada is uh, top secret. Okay. Well, head on over to uh, adafruit.it/discord. Uh, join all 15,000 of us. We're going to do some questions and give something away and get out of here pretty fast. So the first question that I have lined up was from earlier. Yes. This is from Bill. It says, uh, the joystick standard I am uh, mimicking sends 12 volts and then wants the joystick to send back 6 volts plus or minus 1.2 volts back. That is, it uses the center fifth of the voltage it sends is that so that it can handle the voltage drop over the wires? It seems strange that it uses such a small band. I think probably just uh, they don't know what the range of the potentiometer is. Some don't have that much range. They don't have full range of it. So they wanted to um, make sure that even people push a little bit. But I, I don't yeah. know. You don't have to ask the manufacturer why they actually picked that. Will the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit work with the Cricket Robotics platform? Uh, you know, I actually haven't tested it quite yet, but there's no reason it won't yeah, the, because it's the same I squared C port. But we'll do a demo this weekend for sure. Yeah, the the answer is yeah. Like what we wanted to do is have a uh, blue fruit controllable robot, yes. and this is the way to do I it. I just don't right. have a demo example yet yeah. for you to run, but it should just run. Yeah, there's no reason it would not. Okay. Um, although there was that video, what do you think the maximum range of the uh, uh, blue fruit? It's is? at least 75 feet. Okay. All right, uh, okay, I've been watching some of the Ask an Engineer videos on YouTube and notice that Mr. Ladies refers to Adabot. Uh, was he renamed at some point or does it have an alter ego? No, what happened was we had a bot that would help moderate the channel. Yeah. And I was also, and I called it Adabot because we have Adabot. Yeah. And then Mr. Ladies is funny because in, um, 
uh, in public life, usually male executives or or male celebrities, the the fee, the woman is referred to as the wife, like George Clooney's wife. But turns out, you know, Amos an amazing woman who's does work in the UN, yeah. but referred to as Clooney's wife. So I thought it'd be funny, you know, just to be like spouse of yeah. or Mr. Lady Ada. In fact, speaking of Hackaday, I think on um, Wikipedia. I'm on the origin of Hackaday. I think it's I'm referred to as the spouse of Lamore Freed as the as the person Get who started the, the site. I know. I got to make you a sandwich. Okay. Uh, also, are there any plans to have an enclosure for the Grand Central? They really like they really um, like the one You can Metro. you should be able to use um, like any mega enclosure, right? I mean, it's kind of the same sideboard, so Okay. Try that. Next up, uh, any thoughts on a good source for those short surface mount feather sockets like on the pie badge? Um, yeah, they're not cheap. That's kind of, yeah, getting the Samtech ones is, is a good a good place to start. We have some 2 by 20 ones in the store that you can cut down, but we don't sell just the uh, feather ones. Okay. Well, if other customers can come in, we'll do it, but uh, let's give some away. What do you want to give away? This? We're going to give away a Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. No way. Yes way. Okay, they sold out fast, though. We must have saved one for some. We someone. have saved some. Okay, what are the rules of the trivia question? Uh, rules are the first person to uh, call the phone number we're going to put on the screen and answer the three magical questions will be the winner of a Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. Uh, when you call up, I'm going to answer Ahoy Ahoy, and that's how you know it's me. And then you should say something like, hello. And I'll say, congratulations, you've called Ask Engineer, and you've won the fabulous prize. And I'm going to ask you your name and where you're calling from and a project you're working on or you want to work on. And uh, if you can at least answer the first two questions, uh, pretty much I'll give you a Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. So call this phone, yeah. Magic Radio Shack phone. That's pretty neat. What? That's pretty neat that you can win one of these. Yeah. All right, well, but only if you've not won before. So. That's right, only one winner from my lifetime. Yeah. And I put the phone number in there for folks. So you can okay. see it on the screen, and then this is what you would win. You win yes, there aren't any left, so we, we saved one. Right. And then you have the phone over here. Call it. Meanwhile, I can I can show the the demo here. So I've got the oh, yeah. color picker, so I can pick like pink. Oh, oh. it's already ringing. It's already ringing. Someone wants this. it. Call. Okay. Ring twice. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Ahoy, ahoy. Oh my gosh, it's me. Hi, um, hi you. Hi. <laughs> okay. Um, Who is this? <laughs> Oh, I'm Andrew, uh, uh, Andrew Berg from, uh, from Bellingham, Washington. Okay, well, congratulations, Andrew Berg from, I'm like, you're like, you're me, and I'm like, hi, you. Uh, congratulations, Andy from Washington. You've won a Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com and say, hey, it's, it's me. And I've won a product number 4333. And then they'll send it out to you to tweet. 4333? Yep, 4333. Uh, so what's All a project right. that you're working on or you want to work on? Well, a project that I've, I've been working on for a little while that I haven't quite finished yet is a Raspberry Pi Zero thermostat. Okay. Um, yeah, I made a little 3D printed enclosure for it, and I have an e-ink display for it. Ooh. I think it'll just be kind of low-key and on the wall. And, Sounds low-key um, and on the wall. Where the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit is not low-key, so now you have something to contrast with. I, I, I will very much do that, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to get a robotics club going at my high school. Well, this this will get them started. So email support at Adafruit to get your... Circuit Playground Blue Fruit, and uh, just do that in the next couple of days, and they'll they'll ship it out to you as soon as possible. Thank you for calling in. Hey, thank you. All right, good night.
All right. All right. Well, that was it. Well, that's, that was Andy. It was him. That's our show for tonight. Uh, okay. One quick question. Two quick questions. Do you think uh, using the blue fruit as a sort of NSE pass with another blue fruit would work? They don't care about the security. They're just wondering. If There's no NFC. We don't add NFC. There's no NFC coil on the okay. chip, so you cannot use it for NFC pass. Okay, and why did we decide to show the number rather than just the uh, own bit stab? You know, I, I got an email, uh, and someone said I didn't realize that phone numbers had the number thing. So You've got to be a hacker or a freaker, I guess. So, yeah, so, you know, phone numbers, if you look on phones, you know, there's you can use letters. But some people don't know that, so I'm like, okay, I'll also put it in the chat that there's a phone number. So, okay. You know, I'm just trying to help. But it's a cool number. Okay. Yeah, we got this phone number down. we looked up in the thing that says, what does it spell out? Yeah. Okay. Well, don't forget, code is blue. Use that all the way up to 11.59 p.m. It's helping a bunch of people be independent, loan-free, venture capital-free, and uh, we're still in business. You can ask our CFO, who hangs out in our Discord chat. I always, yeah, like, yeah. I always think that's a sign of a healthy company yeah. when you have... The CFO is not like constantly flying away. Well, no, when you, have, when you have people from the entire spectrum of an organization that they can all come together, whether it be in the community with their customers yeah. or whether it be at events that yeah. the, the company does itself. But, um, you know, some people say flat organizations. We, 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 we kind of are, but I, I think the most important thing is, um, like, you're, you're a few feet away from the means of production. Yeah, that's um, my desk. You can we, see it over there. You know, there. Every, every, everyone here uh, uh, lends a hand and does work together. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a strength. Some people would say it's a weakness. Uh, you know, you should have VPs, and they, you know, they should, you know, be strategizing. Well, it turns out if you ask the people who actually do the work, uh, they have a lot of good ideas and suggestions. Correct. So, okay. Well, it's true. Special thanks to everybody. Um, thanks we'll see everybody. everybody next week. We will uh, be doing this uh, 8 p.m. next week, Wednesday, and tomorrow JP show. And we have a lot of surprises ahead. So thank you very much, everyone. Special thanks to I think. Um, Let's see who is behind the scenes tonight. I think it is Jesse May. Uh, I saw Zay thanks, earlier, Jessie but May. thanks, Jesse May. Zay. She's in Slack. And special thanks to the Adafruit team members that are helping out, the Adafruit community members, all the folks in Discord, and of course, all of our customers and more. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. We'll keep doing this thing if uh, folks keep purchasing some, some stuff. And don't forget, everyone gets a Blinka sticker in their order. Yes. So go for it. Okay, we'll see Blinka, everybody Blinka, next Blinka. week. Thanks, Here's your everybody. moment of leaner. Good night. Thank you.